Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tuesday, January 25th on the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rob Leonio, here to get here to get you ready for Arizona versus Anaheim, among other Coyotes-related news. Hope you guys are all doing well today. I know a little bit uh, later after doing recording this episode, I'm going to go out and enjoy some snow here in, t- in the Tucson area. It's projected uh, to snow this morning, and I'm super excited for that. Maybe it's snowing in your area in Arizona. And who says it doesn't, It you know, Arizona's not a place where hockey can be played because there's no ice. Well, it's snowing. Kind of. Uh, I'm a little excited about that. Uh, but other than that, let's get to some news today because there's lots of things to talk about. I'm not going to go into the last series against Vegas. And it was a long series, but I know a lot of you guys are probably upset based off how that series ended. But we'll talk about some other things. Some Coyotes related news as well as get you ready for Arizona versus Anaheim. And then we will go ahead and maybe take a bit of a preview to the Tucson Roadrunners, who are in their preseason games as we speak. Once again, I'm Rob Villano, Five for Howling's Tucson Roadrunners writer, as well as been covering the Arizona Coyotes organization on Five for Howling as well. Uh, with the uh, podcast over there. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode as we get ready for all this coming up this week. Arizona versus Anaheim starting tonight at 7 p.m. at Gila River Arena. Let's get right into some of the news. And uh, this is the, I guess, the biggest thing that I can talk about is because of the... Well, the recency. This was just posted uh, last night or yesterday afternoon, depending on, you know, what time zone you're in or, you know, whatever. Is Coyotes related because of the uh, recency of this? And that is that the NHL has decided to suspend former general manager John Chaka through December 31st, 2021. Uh, apparently, Gary Bettman made this decision just to, on yesterday. Uh, that said, uh, Cheka engaged in conduct detrimental to the league and game, saying that Cheka breached his obligation to the club. I know a lot of you guys will probably remember, or some of you guys, some of you do, do some of you don't. And if you don't remember, let me give you a quick refresher. Last uh, summer, as the Arizona Coyotes were getting ready for the bubble, for the playoffs of the National Hockey League in August, there was rumors circulating around that John Chaker was uh, in search of a job outside of hockey, another job somewhere, and would be leaving his post as general manager. Uh, when he was, he really originally approached the Coyotes about the about an opportunity and looking, they allowed him to interview and allowed him to do other stuff not knowing he would go ahead and flat out, uh, well, quit that part that soon into the, uh, into the search. And really, the created the whole dynamic, 
you saw if you guys remember the uh the statement put out by by the uh by the coyotes that pretty much said that he quit on the team and you know and essentially making them look like a traitor and everything like that it was there there was seemed to be some bad bad blood so this suspension of john chaka is related to that uh that ordeal uh because of the fact that john chaka quit on the coyotes and did that literally at the worst time possible right before the coyotes were about to enter the bubble was uh it was definitely it was definitely a strange ordeal to deal to, at, at first and now that this that this thing comes back in uh it definitely is what's the best some of the developments are really interesting i'll put it that way um and the suspension i'll say it's really just a formality at, i think at this point i don't think jake is going to return to the nhl return to hockey because you tried to get that job outside of hockey i don't know what he wants to do now maybe he does want to return to hockey but if he does want to return to hockey he has to wait until after the end of this year Honestly, I'm a little personally. I'm a little confused on the whole uh, why making this decision now, about you know, five months later. But you know, I, uh, I guess just you know, diligent decision making and figuring things out. I, I really don't know. Um, I mean, a lot of it was not only that, but you know, the uh, the Kites had a draft coming in, and when Bill Armstrong was hired, not too much later then uh, he couldn't really participate in the draft because well all of it was chaika's guys um but there was a lot of things going on with the coyote staff in that in, in that time you know obviously you know the hiring of the new president uh bringing in bill armstrong to replace chaika you know there was so many different things plus again just recently we had shane don't join rejoin the organization as a uh chief hockey development officer so a lot of things went going on with the coyotes organization just this one blip is one that kind of seems like a scar on their on their record in the last year, and the uh, the suspension of Chaika makes it look worse than it was. I'm questioning Mark. I don't know. You tell me. What do you think about this? Do you think that it was a uh? Do you think the NHL was right in? Suspending Cheka at this point, knowing that he's probably not going to come back, and knowing that, uh, again, it was this much later than normal, or do you think that uh, it doesn't really matter anymore? Again, let me know. Uh, tweet. You can go ahead and tweet at me at Robliano One, um, and let me know. Was uh, do you guys agree with the suspension of John Cheka through uh, the end of this year? Uh, it's definitely a strange ordeal all around, uh, but uh, that's as much information as I can provide at this point. If there's anything more to give, I don't think there will be, but if there's anything more to give, I will provide it. But uh, I, again, I really don't see there's much else I can give other than the fact that, well, what happened, and it related to the deal that happened five months ago. That's what I can give.
But uh, coming up in just a little bit, we will actually finally start getting into the uh, the beef of the content and start talking Arizona versus Anaheim. We're going to get ready for that in just a moment. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com. Guys, if you uh, are frustrated about going to an auto parts store, getting turned away because they don't have your part, or being frustrated because their prices there are too expensive for uh, really anything that could happen at those at those stores, I know I know exactly what you're feeling. I've had those problems too, and that's why I can go ahead and trust RockAuto.com, and I want you guys to also. If you have computer access, you go to RockAuto.com and uh, search up your car or truck information, and it will give you everything that fits that car or truck in a neatly organized way with unbeatable prices. You can go ahead and save up to 50% on some of the things, uh, some of the some of the uh, parts that are listed on their site. I, as I mentioned previously, I went ahead and saved myself almost a good 50% on a set of spark plugs for my car just recently on rockauto.com. But don't just take my word for it. Again, go ahead and check it out yourself. Go to rockauto.com right now and put in your car or truck information to see what fits your car or truck. And if you go ahead and decide to uh, do that, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. It's an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. It's time now to discuss Arizona versus Anaheim. Again, face-off or puck drop for that time. 7 p.m. Arizona time at the Gila River Arena with Game 2 set for Thursday. More on that a little bit later. It's time to get the scouting report on the Anaheim Ducks for the upcoming year or for this season to see what they look like. Well, to start off with, this Anaheim team is 2 Two and two. Sixth place in the uh, uh, the Honda West Division, just in front of Arizona and San Jose. When we'll, uh, well, actually tied, technically tied with uh, San Jose and then one, one in front of Arizona. But again, only six games in, not much you can look at. You know, obviously this series can really change the the tide of things. Taking a look at uh, some of some of the games that Arizona played, or sorry, that Anaheim played, and that's their first two games, uh, both uh, losses to Vegas. Um, second games, a win over Minnesota, and then a loss to Minnesota. Uh, and a uh, overtime loss to Colorado, and then a win over Colorado. I think both those were quite shockers, if we're all being honest. A lot of us really kind of looked at Anaheim as you know one of the uh, the poorer teams in the uh, in the division, and you know I kind of still think they do. They still are, uh, and you no, know, that's again that's you know my opinion. And you can go ahead and tell me I'm wrong, but take a look at uh, some of these players. And this is a completely different Anaheim team than I'm used to. I don't remember some of these players, if I'm being honest. I mean, I do remember I do remember Ryan Getzlav, and uh, their entire second line is pretty pretty solid. It's uh, in, um, at least according to Daily Faceoff, it is like number nine 
of a second forward line in the, compared to other four, second forward lines in the league uh, with uh, Ricard Raquel, Adam Henrique, and uh, Jakob Silverberg. Um, so, I mean, those are pretty good players. I'm not going to say they're not. Uh, they have Kevin Shattenkirk on the defense, which uh, I kind of almost totally forgot about. Uh, Cam Fowler is a uh, second uh, pair defenseman. Um, with the uh, alongside uh, Yanni, uh, I'm gonna print, completely butcher this uh, Hakampa. Uh, that's and of course, of course, according to Daily Faceoff, the number four de- second defensive pair um, in the in the National Hockey League. Yeah, I could see that. Here's where things get a little more interesting. Um, their goaltenders, headed by John Gibson and Ryan Miller, uh, a co- again, like I don't really agree with Daily Face. I mean, a lot of this is because of you know, you know, how they performed over these first couple. It's a lot of algorithms go into how to decide what what these rankings are. So I'm just giving you the information where they are ranked. But really, I think these two goaltenders for uh, for Anaheim were much better. You know, John Gibson and Ryan Miller are solid goaltenders. Obviously, uh, John Gibson is known for being unbelievable in in the sense where some of his saves you don't understand where they where some of them come from so you know i think that could be give you know arizona a little bit of a headache especially when you saw you know the kind of uh play with uh you know against vegas with uh with leonard and flurry and obviously um you know arizona had their you know had themselves a good game the other day um on uh friday and Completely, they did completely fine in that case. Not a problem uh, whatsoever in that case. Uh, and then, you know, Sunday's game didn't get enough shots on to really tell whether or not they can get past uh, Flurry. But, I mean, the uh, Flurry still have, you know, had a number of good saves. And, you know, you can, I wouldn't say I would put John Gibson right next to Flurry in terms of, you know, being great or right next to Leonard or either one. In that being that good, but he's a good goaltender. I think again, he he still can give Arizona headaches if Arizona doesn't play again that full sixty minute game that I've been talking about the last you know couple weeks or so. And I think uh, you know Rick Tockett can probably say the same thing. So it's going to be two games. Uh, it will be interesting to see if. Uh, uh, what we see in goal, it uh, you know, Antti Ranta looks like he had a little bit of a shakeup the other uh, the other day, and he looks like he's gonna be. It seems like he's gonna be fine, but he might be held out for a couple more games. You know, maybe injury or whatever. Maybe Aiden Hill gets a look, um, but I'm probably gonna expect Darcy Kemper to be the guy for both these games. Um, and again, depending on how the Ducks play, and you know, or not play. Um, then, uh, I mean, I maybe expect Aiden Hill to get a look, um, especially because uh, then you get St. Louis uh, and then uh, Los Angeles, San Jose. Or Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong schedule. I'm looking at Anaheim's schedule. That is... See, this is me. when it, This is what happens when I uh, uh, look ahead that way. They do have St. Louis, though, next week, and then the Wild, and then Colorado. Um, I, and then St. Louis again. This is this is the, the next month or so. So you know, St. Louis, Minnesota, Colorado, St. Louis, Los Angeles. 
Um, so they're gonna get get a chance to see the entire the entire division. Of course, that's the that's the purpose of this West division. But uh, it, depending on how they play this, because you know, uh, you want you want the best out of your goaltenders for St. Louis because that's gonna be a tough series, and you want a pretty good goaltenders for uh, for the Minnesota series because you don't know what you're gonna see out of out of Kirill Kaprizov, and obviously you saw what he's capable of. So you don't you want to you want to err on the side of caution. Make sure he's he's good. And then the same thing can be said with Colorado. We all know what happened last time that they played Colorado. Um, so it and it goes from there and on and on and on. It's just uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all turns out. Uh, maybe they. Uh, what I'm hoping here's what I'll say. What I'm hoping. What I'm hoping is that the uh, the frustration from Sunday's game doesn't overshadow them. I know a lot of them. I know you know you you heard from what Chikrin said that he was frustrated that the game was that the game was essentially was you know rigged against him and or not really rigged against him that the you know there was a controversial call you know icing wasn't called and they lost because of it. and is it because of that specifically? No, it's not. But that's an, that's uh, you know a discussion that we had on yesterday's episode. You can go ahead and listen to that. But uh, what I'm getting, what I'm saying is, I hope that it doesn't overshadow that they're not overly frustrated and that the not enough um, it doesn't affect their game tonight. Um, that's what I'm really hoping for for Arizona against Anaheim. We'll talk more about the uh, the upcoming series, plus load of Roadrunners news in the uh, in uh, in just a moment. But first, I just want to give you, give you guys a quick reminder that you can go ahead and get more of the sports news you need in less time with the new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under twenty minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. And guys, I want to do want to talk to you guys about Built Bar. Guys, Built Bar is the new take on a protein bar, health bar for guys who want to try to maintain and lose weight. Because uh, I know a lot of you guys probably try to go and you go through different, uh, you know, you know, kinds of you know protein uh, supplements or you know, and they don't, they don't either. They don't taste great, or they have other kinds of things in the other. Uh, stuff in there that you know it's like i don't know if i should if i should be eating this it's maybe not the best for me you have all the added sugar and i don't i I don't know if i should have it that's where built bar comes into place it's low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber that means guys it is great for a keto diet so that helps with your you know that can help for the people who are trying to maintain or lose weight like i mentioned before and plus the biggest part is it tastes delicious it the we're Saying it, and I'm you know, it's you can you know, definitely say this too, and I can agree with it. It is definitely a protein bar that tastes really more like a candy bar because with their 18 different flavors, ranging from cookies and cream to German chocolate and you know, salted caramel, you can never go wrong with any of the flavors that Built Bar has in stock. But don't just take my word for it, go ahead and give it a try yourself. And uh, go ahead and head to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you get 20% off your next order. Again, go to BuiltBar.com 
and use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your next order. And another quick reminder, guys, that uh, with, with the Super Bowl coming up in just a couple of weeks, I know a lot of you guys want to go ahead and probably get your prop bets in. You know, uh, what's the uh, what is it going to be heads or tails or on the uh, on the coin flip? Is there going to be a butcher on the uh, on on the uh, on the national anthem? Something, whatever you know, maybe you just maybe just game related. You want to pick who's going to win between uh, Tampa Bay and Kansas City. I can maybe uh, give my own prediction sometime later too. But if you want to go ahead and place your bets, there's one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up for a free account today at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. And again, you can do so much with, with BetOnline. You're not just football. You can go ahead and make your hockey bets there as well. It, it has you covered in all aspects. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. It's time now to get some final thoughts of this Arizona Anaheim series before going and talking a little bit about a Tucson. And that, those final thoughts, we're going to talk a little bit about the betting line and see where the uh, experts think that this game will go right now. According to our friends at betonline.ag, Arizona, point and a half favorites, plus 180 to make a bet on that. And uh, total points, five and a half points. So five and a half points between both Arizona and Anaheim together. Um, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Uh, I, you know, If Arizona plays like how they played on Friday and played a little bit sort of on Sunday, I think, you know, they shouldn't have a problem against this Anaheim squad who, even though I said, you know, has some good parts, is not, just doesn't match up. Uh, yes, they beat uh, Colorado uh, and went to overtime. They, I mean, they got four, three of a possible four points against Colorado. So, you know, that's a good thing. But, I mean, uh, can they keep that against a team like Arizona? I don't, I don't think so, especially when... You know, they had to go up against a goaltending tandem, a super goaltending tandem, or really just Darcy Kemper, for that matter. Um, so if I had to place a bet on this, uh, I'll say Arizona covers. That's what I'm going to say. It. Arizona covers uh, that that point and a half favorite. So they win by two or more. And uh, this game is going to go... Uh, I'll say under. I mean, you know, I, I, I respect the hell of John Gibson, so I think... You'll keep it to a low-scoring game. I'm going to say it's like a 3-to-1 game. That's what it's going to end up. 3-to-1 is my final score. Arizona prevails over the Anaheim Ducks at home. Once again, that will be at 7 p.m. tonight at Gila River Arena. It's now time to, tow, it's, it's now time to go ahead and uh, look over for the Tucson Roadrunners and see what they're doing right now. They're actually in the preseason. Surprisingly, the Tucson Roadrunners are having preseason games amid their uh their training camp and they just finished up as of yesterday a uh a preseason series in Ontario against the LA uh, against the Ontario Reign um and I'm, like I mentioned before not really in Ontario 
in El Segundo, near where the front office and practice facilities are for the LA Kings. Um, let me try to see if I can get my final uh, my final stats on here on what went down. So the uh, first game was the Ontario Reign 5, Roadrunners 3. And that was the first game. Um, yeah, once again, that was the first game on Sunday where uh, it definitely looked a lot worse than it was. And I think Ontario came out to, you know, to a pretty, uh, uh, pretty high lead. But special teams came for... Uh, for Arizona, or for for uh, Tucson, that for that matter, and uh, got a pair of uh, power play goals to help bring it back to a respectable score. Once again, that was a five to three uh, finish there on Sunday. And now going back to yesterday on Monday, uh, looking at uh, Tucson, a four to uh, two over the rain. So almost an inverse, except not scored one less than. The opposing team did, and but Tucson prevails this time, and uh, definitely looks like a much better, uh, a better look on that one. The uh, goaltender for that game I'm looking was uh, Chris Nell for uh, for Tucson. You're not hearing much of the the big names for, anymore because well, Aiden Hill is up in Glendale, and they're giving a couple of the other looks to the other guys. Um, let me actually double check. If the uh, uh, some of the other stuff on the other side, I don't. Yeah, so I don't see uh, Chris. No, was the uh, start or well, yeah, he also played on uh, part like later in the uh, the game on Sunday, although. Does not say does not mention who the uh, starter was in that based off the uh, the media release, but uh, that's fine because again these are preseason games, and uh, you'll probably hear the other uh, other guys' names and you know like guys like Ivan and Merrick and you know a couple other guys who have been a key part of Tucson and backing up uh, Aiden Hill. When he was uh, got his call up a couple times to to Glendale, um, and now we're seeing a lot more of that this time around. So uh, Tucson now will be returning home uh, tomorrow, actually for Wednesday and Thursday, I believe, or Wednesday, Wednesday and. Uh, next Monday, actually, um, for for February first. Um, so those will be home games against the San Jose Barracuda. Also, uh, preseason games, and then a away game in Tucson against uh San Jose, which is. A really weird uh, thing. I you heard me talk with Andrew about that on yesterday's episode about how weird it was to be playing in your home arena but being the away team. You can go ahead and listen to that 
on uh, wherever you get your podcast. But I mentioned about that as well. But they'll be playing uh, or the home team in the preseason game against San Jose uh, these upcom- for two times this upcoming week. And those games will not be open to the public. So uh, you can uh, see if you can follow me, and I'll see if I can get you guys as much updates as possible what happens in those two games. Other than that, um, again, Tucson set to begin their season on the 5th, and we'll see a lot more of what the uh, what the young guys have for moving forward for this Coyotes squad or the Coyotes organization. The future of the Coyotes, as as I always like to say, and uh, talking to anybody else about about Tucson, and I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what uh, Steve Potvan has to prove after serving three years as an assistant coach, and now will be the uh, the main guy behind the bench for the upcoming year with Jay Verde up now in Glendale. But uh, that's about wrap things up for us. On this episode of Locked On Coyotes, if you liked what you heard today, don't forget to leave a nice review and subscribe if you have yet to already. We are available on anywhere you can get your podcasts. Also, if you would like to send any of your questions my way, go ahead and tweet at me at RobLeon01 or send me a direct message. Or you can do the same thing to the Locked On Coyotes Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. You can go ahead and interact with either one of those accounts, and we will answer those questions on a future episode of Locked on Coyotes. Before we get things wrapped up, I do want to give you a quick reminder that with 2020 mercifully over, it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get your podcasts. Again, that will do it for us here on this podcast or on this episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Hope you guys all stay safe. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.